Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp. September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape presents Headliners. Each week, I am joined by the best and the brightest stars of music from all over the world to find out a little bit about what makes them tick. This week, I am joined by an artist who made an appearance on Volume 3 of Your Life the Mixtape. She has recently released her second single from her upcoming EP. The song is entitled Ink. Please welcome one of my favorite artists, the one and only Miss Alice Pisano. Hello. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for uh, coming back to talk to me. I'm very excited that you're here. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the other interview was a lot of fun. So I'm glad to be back. Um, so tell me, what is the most awkward question that you've been asked in an interview? Well, um, nothing very strange comes to mind. But for me, the most awkward question is always, how did you get into music or like the first thing that you remember listening to and for me I've always been surrounded by music so it's part of my life and yeah it always always has been I guess okay. and if if you could collaborate with any musician living or dead uh who would it be it would be Chris Martin from Coldplay I'm just nice. such a fan <laughs> I love that Using only one word, describe your latest project. Well, so my latest single, um, Ink, is my latest project. So I would say the one word is energetic, for sure. That's an excellent word. I absolutely agree as well. (laughs) What artist... Uh, if they popped into this Zoom meeting right now and said, Alice, I want you to come on tour with me, who, wh- who is the artist that you would drop everything for? Well, I think it would be Avril Lavigne. Nice. <laughs> As a teenager, I had all her albums. Um, I listened to her on repeat and 
yeah she actually she was an influence um so uh yeah it would be a dream to to support her on like a world tour I love that I love that she's making a comeback yes yeah she is (laughs) if you could change one thing about the music industry what would it be um, it would be flaky people who promise you the world without really delivering. <laughs> yeah. That's a fantastic answer. <laughs> What's a venue uh, that you would give anything to play in? Mm, definitely Union Chapel in North London. It's a beautiful church and I've seen quite a few gigs there. And it's it's always a magical experience. So I would love to play an acoustic set there. Oh, nice. I'm I'm not real familiar with it, so I'll have to uh, I'll have to YouTube it and see see some gigs there. Huh. Yeah, it's not as famous as Wembley. It's a bit smaller, <laughs> but it's still yeah. I love that venue. What's your worst habit during the songwriting process? Well, uh, sometimes I can have a bit of um, I'll come back to it later sort of attitude. If I'm not feeling too ex- too inspired, I'll just leave it and go and do something else. Whereas maybe sometimes I should be more focused and just, you know, just finish it no matter what and maybe go back to it another day. But yeah, I guess that's... Uh... A bad habit of mine. I, I've I've noticed since since I've started this show that's that's kind of been um, the popular answer to this question. So I'm I'm wondering like maybe it's not a bad habit; it's just a standard habit of songwriting because it seems like everybody does that. Yeah, that's true, and I guess that's why so many people write with other people as well because it just helps so much to have, you know, like other people in the same room because you, you work together and it's not, it's not just you. It's not yeah. just on, on you. Yeah. What's a song that like anytime you hear it on the radio or on a streaming app, um, you go, I wish I had written that. Um, well, it's quite a recent song, um, but it's a Scarlet by Holly Humberstone. Nice. I just love that song in the lyrics and yeah, it's just quite, I love that song. I wish I'd written it. <laughs> Describe your perfect day. Mm, I think I'm going to describe my perfect Sunday, let's say. Um, okay. So, well, wake up in the morning and have breakfast with pancakes Um and then I, I go out for a walk in the countryside and then have a Sunday roast, <laughs> <laughs> which is the, the, the you know, typical Sunday dish here in the UK. Um, and then maybe go to a gig in the evening, go see a concert. I like that. That does sound like a perfect day. <laughs> What's a song lyric, yours or someone else's, um, that's always stuck with you? I absolutely love uh, Both Sides Now 
by Johnny Mitchell and uh, especially the, um, the second chorus, I think that goes, um, I've looked at love from both sides now, from give and take and still somehow it's love's illusions that are core. I really don't know love at all. And I mean, the, the whole song is just has, it's got amazing lyrics, but um, yeah, that, that particular chorus just hits, always hits me quite hard, yeah. I, I love that you, you said that because Both Sides Now is my most favorite song of all time. Is it really? Yeah. Nope. Oh, wow. It's, yeah, it's such a beautiful song. Um, What's your favorite cuss word? <laughs> I think it's definitely fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> And what is your favorite Beyonce song? I love Beyonce. Uh, if I were a boy. Oh, excellent pick. Yeah. What's something that people would be surprised that you own? Oh, Something strange that I own. Um, oh, I have a lovely, um, a whole set of wooden spoons <laughs> with uh, smiley faces carved on them. Nice. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> so in in the U.S., uh, we we have this mountain with uh, four faces of past presidents who are who are considered to be kind of the greatest presidents of the the early history of of the United States um so if there was a musical version of that who would you put on it oh I love this question um well definitely Joni Mitchell that's for sure and then well, someone from the Beatles. Uh, so uh, probably John Lennon. Sorry about the other ones. But <laughs> then Bob Dylan. And and then I think Aretha Franklin. Nice. That, does that sound good to you? Yeah, absolutely. That's perfect. <laughs> Describe your music using only colors. Mm. Well, my my new stuff is definitely Fifty Shades of Pink, I would say. Nice. <laughs> yes. I love it. So you are, you're the lead singer of like a super group. And you can pick anybody else to be in this group with you. Who would you pick? Oh, well, I think I would have, um, I would want to be in a girl's band and I would pick uh, Maisie Peters, um, Tate McRae, and Nina Nesbitt. That would be a pretty cool lineup, wouldn't it? That would be awesome. (laughs) I'd go see that concert. That'd be fun. (laughs) 
So hypothetically, the uh, music industry gods come down from on high and they they push a mountain of cash at you and they say, Alice, you are allowed to cover one song from any artist's catalog. Money is no object. We're going to we're going to record it, release it, promote it, do a music video, the whole thing. What song are you picking? Oh, that's a very tough one. Um, well, I could pick something by the Beatles because they have so many beautiful songs. Um, a favorite of mine is Here, There and Everywhere. Nice. So your version of that. <laughs> I like that. What's a song that you've written that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack? Well, my recent single, uh, Boys Like You, actually, would be perfect, I think, for um, like a teenage TV series. I think that would work pretty well. I like that. I think you're absolutely right. I could I could definitely see it on like a Netflix type rom-com thing. Exactly. Well, who knows? So, so, so if anybody in the uh, sync department at Netflix is... Uh, looking for something for their next big teen rom-com uh write alice a check she's got something for you <laughs> i like the sound of that <laughs> um so this next question is kind of a choose your own adventure thing i i have three of the most cliche questions that all artists get asked in interviews and uh, i'll let you choose one that you would like to answer and uh, your choices are who are your influences what got you started in music or what is your creative process like okay um, I'm gonna put the creative process um, and it really depends but most of the time I'll have a concept in mind or a title uh, something that I know I want to write about and then I'll write I'll write down a few lines um, and then I'll sit on the piano or pick up my guitar and I'll start coming up with some music for it. And I find that when I have a strong idea, uh, a strong lyrical idea, um, it's just so the whole process is so much easier. So that's my, my favorite way of doing it recently, at least. I like that. What is your strangest pre-show ritual? Mm, well, uh, apart from warming up my warming up my voice, uh, I sort of I jump around and try and and, and, and like I'm, I make weird faces as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, to try and, and get some energy for the show uh so yeah I, I look a bit a bit funny <laughs> I do it when no one no one's watching I just go to like so I go somewhere quiet and and jump around and like go crazy <laughs> and nice then, yeah do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer definitely an artist yeah, for sure. Excellent. 
How many alarms does it take to get you out of bed in the morning? Uh, two or three. I, nice. I, I, I usually like snooze the alarm at least two or three times. And then I'm like a zombie in the morning. <laughs> I love waking up early, but I just really struggle with it. Um, so, yeah. What is, do you think the biggest misconception about musicians mm, that it's that it's all rock and roll and fun and like a crazy lifestyle whereas um most of the people i know most of the musicians i know have quite a disciplined life actually um you know like you sort of work during the day and then yeah yeah. What what moment in your career are you most proud of? Um, when I opened for an amazing artist called Dan Owen, uh, I opened for two of his headline shows uh, in this beautiful abbey in Shrewsbury in, in the UK in Shropshire. And um, it was like this 500 cap abbey, stunning place. And both, both shows were sold out. And it was such an amazing experience. Uh, it was, I, was, I was terrified, but it was also probably the highlight of my career so far because um, it was just, so, so, I was so emotional playing in front of so many people and they were all, really attentive and and really into the music and it was just yeah an amazing experience i love that this next question is kind of a repeat for you um what is the last song that you listened to the last song that i listened to hmm well I will have to check my Spotify, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last song, oh, it's actually my own song. It's my latest single. I was listening to it. <laughs> so it's Pink, my latest single. Nice. And and to be fair, uh, your latest single, Ink, is actually the last song that I listened to. Um, I had it on while I was in the shower this morning. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you could start your career over from the minute you decided to pursue music, would you do anything differently? I think I would probably mm, try and be more of a go-getter and not act as if I had all the time in the world. <laughs> Um, to do things I think I would try and and just have more more of a sense of urgency in general whereas I thought oh you know there's lots of time to achieve this and that and sort of I, I worked I, I've always worked hard but I think I would act as if you know there actually wasn't that much time <laughs> um, yeah and believe in myself a bit more that's for sure what keeps you up at night well, I'm I'm a bit of an overthinker in general, so the th probably the things that I should have said 
or that I didn't say or, or you know like the, the cringe things that I said yeah <laughs> yep as as a fellow overthinker I'm right there with you um okay yeah yeah <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> Would you ever consider putting music on pause to pursue uh, acting? Hmm. Well, n- no, I, w- I would never put music on pause, but um, I would definitely try and, and do some acting one day. It's something that, yeah, that I'd love to do. So who knows? Excellent. You're just, you're just going to be the queen of all media <laughs> yeah well you know if, if music fails I have, if, a, I have a plan b yeah i don't think music will fail for you at all i think <laughs> you're going to be you are you are well on your way to being a superstar oh wow thank you so much that's very kind so tell the folks at home and listening all over the world, um, tell us about Ink. Well, Ink is a song about um, being a bit of an introvert. And I'm a bit, I can be a bit shy in big groups of people, uh, like big parties. And, um, but it's also a love song and which because when when I have a crush on someone that sort of tends to um, bring me out of my shell in a way so yeah it's it's a love song and it's um, a happy positive energetic song and uh, yeah it felt like a special one straight away (laughs) and so so what's what's next for you um i know you have you have an ep coming out soon um what else is what else is in the timeline uh yes well the ep is coming out in the next few months i have two more singles from it that i'm going to release and i'm also planning my first headline show uh for when the ep comes out my first headline show in london uh, with a full band so i'm working on that at the moment Excellent. So uh, also tell, uh, tell everybody where they can find you on social media and uh, where they can hear the new song. Sure. Well, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and my handle is Alice Pisano Music. And you can listen to Ink and my other songs on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever music is, so on all platforms. Thank you uh, so much for coming back and talking with me. It's always a joy when you come by. And I'm, I, you know, as I said, when you were on mixtape and I'm, I'm going to repeat myself because it still holds true. I am so excited for everything you're doing and everything that you will do. And you are, you are well on your way to becoming a superstar. And I cannot wait. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me.
This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.